conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks! Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that makes me absolutely sob! I am Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always, as always dressed in her Batman onesie, it's Anna My business Otto. Batman onesie. How are you, Anna? Dan, my life hasn't known peace since I watched this movie. I literally cried so much that I can still hear, like, not really, because Gage is definitely asleep right now, but I can hear him sighing heavily because of how much I cried <laughs> while watching this movie. Gage is not into sappy movies. Oh. He was not happy I made him watch this with me. I And he kept going. Oh, sorry. No, you finish your story. I was say, he kept going... If I'm a bird, you're a bird. Like every two <laughs> seconds. How how was? Did you watch this with Anna? I didn't. No, I'm guessing so. Um, or with Poppy? <laughs> not even with Poppy either. Poppy was asleep under a blanket that she crawled into, <gasps> thinking that it was like a fort or something. It was very cute. I have okay, a video that's I can send adorable. Uh, Please do. And then put it on the Facebook and like the Instagram. Absolutely. And stuff. The world needs to see this. But I will. No, I started watching it today at. 3.30. I preempted Adam 12 for this. That's how important it was. And Anna, she always goes to the gym and she left at like 5, around 5 today. So there were about mm-hmm. there was about half an hour left in the movie and then when she got back, I was talking to her about it and she was like I knew there was a perfect time to leave because the what mm-hmm. was left in the the last 30 minutes of the movie, she was like Either he is going to not care about this at all, or he is going to break down. Oh, no. And he will want to be alone for that. And let me tell you, she was right. There's one part of this movie that gets me every time. And I think you know exactly what part it is. Not the end, but before the end. Is it when Heath Ledger goes, I wish I knew how to quit you? Oh, my God. How did you know? (laughs) How did you know? I yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what, what part it is and Yeah, no spoilers for this old movie. Yeah, for this seventeen year old movie. Is it really seventeen years 2004. old? I'm sure. Yeah, it's almost a, Today? a year away from graduating high school. Oh God. So today at the doggy daycare, I was training our new employee and he's 17. Mm-hmm. And we were washing dishes, washing dog bowls together at the end of the night as you do. And I was talking to him. I don't even remember how we got on this subject, but I asked him what year he... Oh, because he told me he was 17. I was like, wait, what year were you born in? He goes, 2003. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then we were talking about music. We were talking about music, and I was like, you know, my favorite band is Fall Out Boy. And he goes, oh, I think I've heard of them. I don't know any of their songs. I don't know any of their songs, but I've heard of them. Dan... (laughs) I literally, we were listening to radio. I turned it off. I put on Dance Dance. I went, please tell me you know this song. Please tell me you know this song. He's like, I, I don't know. Maybe when he starts singing, I'll recognize it. I was like, what in tarnation is going on? What are they playing at your dances? What are they playing at prom these days? Like, Yeah, because back at our proms, it was strictly Fallout Boy. Strictly Fallout Boy. Just kidding. More like my middle school dance. It was strictly Fallout Boy. I said, the year he was born, this boy, that's when I had my peak outfit of leggings under a denim skirt with a layered shirt on top and ugg boots well think about it when fallout boy came back when we were Mm -hmm. in high school i think you were a freshman in college no i was a senior senior in high school school. he was nine please don't say that to me he was 10 so he was like he wouldn't have cared about this band getting back together it wasn't the stuff he listened to in his childhood it was it was like okay the band that my dad probably listened to is back together. Are you, no, I've heard people oh say that. God. I was I was on TikTok because I'm a youth, the most elderly youth in the world. And mm-hmm. I saw a video and it was like a 17-year-old reacting to music, like a, a 90s, 2000s music oh. challenge. Oh my gosh. No. She, the music, it was like, it had like Ride With Me on it. It had Drops of Jupiter. It, it, it oh. had Hey Ya. 
She didn't recognize any of them. Oh, God. I No. I weep that there will be a generation that doesn't know Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. The song of the summer for the past 21 years. When I worked at the radio station, there was somebody who would call every day and request that song. Yeah, it was me. Was it you, Dan? I wish. I would have. Oh, God. No, for real. I Oh, Dan. Dan, I'm shook. Do I, know, I don't even know how we got on this topic, but I'm just really flabbergasted. Do you want to know some more fun things about yes. the 17-year-olds or 16-year-olds, things from 2004? So, yes. The Notebook, which is the movie we're talking about, I realized I haven't said that mm-hmm. yet, but if you oh, look yeah. at Hi. the title of the podcast, it's The Notebook. Woohoo! Um, came out the same year as Mean Girls. Banner year for Rachel wow, McAdams. Big- yeah, big year for Rachel McAdams. That's two blockbusters right there. Absolutely, and it also came out the same year as the Nintendo DS. <gasps> I had one. It was pink. Ooh. I had the Nintendo DS Lite. Mm, I had a gold one. It had like the Zelda Triforce on it. I never play Zelda. Oh. But it was the one that my parents oh. got from GameStop, I think. <gasps> the stocks. Yeah, <laughs> the market. Uh, um. Yeah. No, I had a pink one, and I liked to play Nintendogs on it in true middle school girl fashion. Absolutely. Also came out in 2004 was Spider-Man 2. Mm. And I think the Michael Jackson trial was 2004. Oh. Big year. Really? Big year. Big year, 2004. Wow. A lot of of really... uh, culturally important things happened that and year. And definitely something related to Paris Hilton happened that year. Paris Hilton existed in 2004. Things were still hot in 2004. <laughs> I also, I think, this will be my last thing. Um, I think that Entourage, yeah, Entourage debuted in 2004, which I only bring oh, up Entourage. because... I've been watching Entourage, and I think it's fun. It hasn't aged well, as I mentioned before on a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did. But also Kevin Connolly, who plays mm-hmm. E on Entourage, he is in this movie in the Notebook. He's the friend. Oh, the friend is kind of like low key, high key, cute. That's He's a short king. Of course, you love him. Stop coming for me! <laughs> I love short men. Stop coming for me! <laughs> If he's over six feet, I don't want it. Well, look who you just lost. This hulking Tarzan of a man. You've lost me. Well, don't worry. I want you to know, I said Gage was 5'11 on our last episode. Uh When he heard that, he stomped into the room and went, I'm 5'9, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He walked back out. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I gave you an extra two inches, my short king. I I didn't mean to. That's how you know he's a keeper, because everybody else is like, yeah, no, I'm six foot. And then they're 5'5". Nah. Like trash, trash, <laughs> boo. I like them short. Uh, so, as we said, we're talking about the notebook, and the notebook was released in 2004, directed by Nick Cassavetes, who was the son of director John Cassavetes, who directed The Dirty Dozen and Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Sorry, no, he starred in The Dirty Dozen and Rosemary's Baby. He was an actor. Oh, 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 okay. Because. <laughs> Still, I've heard of both of those things. Yeah. Um, who directed Rosemary's Baby? Um, I've never seen it. I just have heard Roman of it. Roman Polanski. Oh, my goodness. I know so much. Sorry, I was yawning, but then I instantly thought of the Manson yeah. girls and all the all all the many documentaries I've watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the movie was written by Jeremy Levin. Based on, of course, The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks. Mm. It stars Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams' Smile, James Garner, Nick Cassavetti's mom, Gina Rowlands, James Mm. Marsden, Kevin Connolly, the author of True West, Sam Shepard, and... Really? He wrote True West? Yes, he did. I didn't know that. Ugh, he really had to do that to us, huh? Okay. And it also stars Joan Allen. It was released on May or June 25th, 2004, 
with a budget of $29 million. It made $116.1 million on Rotten Tomatoes. It only has a score of 53%, but Roger Ebert, Roger Ebert gave it three and a half stars out of four. Uh, really? Calling the photography I mean... striking in its rich, saturated effects and that the actors are blessed by good material. Yeah, they truly are. I mean, I think the costumes are beautiful. I'll say that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I think, um, Nick. I mean, Nicholas Sparks, in a similar yet different fashion to our good friend Stephen King, whose books all take place in one location except for um, the two, The Shining and uh, Doctor Sleep. Nicholas Sparks, all his books take place in, I believe, North Carolina, because mm-hmm. that's where he's from. And... I mean, if you try to tell me that North Carolina isn't a beautiful place to be filming stuff, you're wrong. Absolutely wrong. There's just a lot of beautiful scenery going on there. So I feel like it wouldn't be hard to have beautiful cinematography um, for a movie in North North Carolina. Carolina. Thank you. Um, So I had never seen The Notebook because... Why would I have seen The Notebook? But wait, this was your first this time? This was my first time watching it. Oh my god, Dan. No wonder you wanted to watch it. Right? Well, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't watch it until today. You I it. know, but I thought it would be funny to watch it and be like, uh, what a what a boring, what a bad, what a what a stupid uh, It's not bad movie. or boring, Dan. I I will get to that. I <laughs> I put it off. I put it off. I put it off. I didn't start watching it until 3 40 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Why did I put it off? This is I don't know, Dan. Because we just watched National Treasure. This is yeah. miles and miles better than National Treasure. Yes. I know that's not a, a high bar to clear, but oh my gosh, I loved this. This was great. People can... People can talk crap about this movie because it's a sappy romance movie and that makes it inherently a quote-unquote not a movie of substance, and, and you know a, what I like mean? A, a quote chick flick. Yeah, but I mean, it has actors in it that are well liked by people from all walks of life. Um, I mean, there you could go up, maybe not Rachel McAdams, but if you went up to any random person and you said Regina George, they would know who that mm-hmm. is. And that's Rachel McAdams, so she's clearly a well known actress. And People know who uh, Ryan Gosling is, you know, like they just I mean, it's famous people. Yeah. And the movie itself, like everybody knows you might not have seen it. You might not know what it's about, but everybody knows what that the notebook is a romantic film. Mm -hmm. Like people have heard of it. It's a staple. I mean, like, I don't know. It's definitely the most popular of um, Nicholas Sparks's books. Um, I'd say it's probably the most, well, I guess the last song is probably up there, but I never saw that one, actually. Well, one with Miley Cyrus. Um, and I think he did Charlie St. Cloud. No, Charlie St. Cloud no, was No, he did a different. different one. But I was... He did a different one yeah. that had Zac Efron in it, though, didn't he? I, I'm not sure, but I was just looking at, like, the, the reception of all of his movies. Mm-hmm. And The Notebook, by far, has the best reviews of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, considering A Walk to Remember, which we'll be doing next week, the biggest star in it is Mandy Moore. Uh, Not just Mandy Moore, but also the sets from Dawson's Creek because they were filmed in the same location. No. (laughs) Hate it. Hate it. Thanks. Hate it. But I don't know. I mean, like, this is just a well-known film. Mm -hmm. When you think of romance movies, you're always going to think of The Notebook. Yeah. As one of your top thoughts. Yeah, it's like The Notebook and From Here to Eternity. which And is, also every Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan film. Yes, Joe versus the Volcano especially. Um, I think a, a, a real reason why this was so reviled and like mocked for a time is because teen girls liked it. And people love to exactly. hate what teen girls like. Which is so stupid because guess what? When you go back through history and you look at the things that teen girls have liked, generally that's renowned as one of the most successful, like yeah, the Beatles. the Beatles, Frank Sinatra, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, let's make it modern. Who was the biggest boy band in the world uh, in the last few years? One Direction. Yes, and before that, who was uh, 
who was were men and women alike excited to see the reunition of Insane. reunition reuniting reuniting <laughs> of insane. I made up a word. No, I was talking about the Jonas Brothers. Okay. but okay. Well, I'm on a different age way length than you. In sync did not recently get back together. They did at okay. the VMAs in like 2015 I guess for 20 that minutes. Counts. Fine, fine. That counts, I guess. Thank you. But you know what I mean? Like, these are all these things that people make fun of, but then you go back in time and people, like, everybody has a favorite NSYNC or Backstreet Boys song. Yeah. Everybody our age has a favorite Jonas Brothers song and could probably pick out, like, a One Direction song that they actually really like. Yeah. And movies and TV shows that teen girls like. It's so irritating because I was definitely a teen girl. Sorry, I got scared because my neighbor came home and they opened their door, but it sounded like they were opening my door and I thought somebody was breaking in. I got really scared. Anyway, back to conversation about music. You know, I was one of those girls that was super into One Direction and people would make fun of me for it because I liked them. And I always got on my nerves because I'm like, if they're so stupid and terrible, and Justin Bieber too, like all those kinds of things, if they're so stupid and terrible, why is their stuff like literally flying off the shelves? Yeah. Why are people unable to like meet them because there'll be an absolute riot? Like people, like oh, don't I'm heated, Dan? Yeah, I'm heated. It's not like I think it's so unfair to make fun of kids for things that they like if they're popular. Yeah. Like, I think it's so stupid. What they're saying is that, like, teen girls, and I I focus specifically on teen girls because I've noticed it a lot more with girls than guys because, Mm -hmm. obviously, um, they're saying that, like, teen girls don't have taste. It's like, no, they just don't have your taste, and that doesn't make Mm -hmm. it bad. And a lot of teenagers, especially, and teen girls, they control the market. Oh, my gosh, like, yes. BTS. Big time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't even. But, like, yeah, they control music and all kinds of media. That market is definitely controlled by teen girls and their parents who are buying them things. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think that's true, you're a fool. I'm sorry. Not to make a sweeping statement, but it's true. So. Speaking of sweeping. And mm-hmm. teen girls. At the 2005 <laughs> Teen Choice Awards. Yes. This movie ran away with everything. Not only that doesn't surprise me. did it win choice movie love scene, choice movie lip lock, and choice movie chemistry. It mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. won mm-hmm. choice movie breakout performance male. For oh, Ryan for Gosling, Ryan Gosling? Along with choice mm-hmm. movie actor drama. Uh Choice mm-hmm. movie actress drama, Rachel McAdams. Choice mm-hmm. date movie and choice movie drama. What can I say? They, he, it really did come through. It did not play. It played. It played for keeps. It did. That movie was not here to to joke around. It was here to win. And like me, it won the MTV Movie Award for Best Kiss. Yeah, I. You won that, I Dan. Did, yes. Congratulations Thank you. to you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you in what it was. <laughs> I, I, I'm rolling with it. I don't even, I tried to think of something clever to say back, but since I created the word reunition today, I think my brain's done. So, um, I, I, so I, I'm conflicted right now. Cause I want to say, let's get into the movie, mm-hmm. but running through the plot of this doesn't really do it justice because when you run through the plot it's every romantic trope that you could think of just kind of like back to back to back like you've you've got the rich girl with the poor boy who break up and then come back together like that's it so i think it might be more constructive and like a better conversation if we just like talk about specific memorable points instead of running through the whole plot Sounds good to me because I got my memorable point fresh in my mind right now. Well, go now, ahead. You and start. I'm already. Okay, it's not at the beginning. That's though. fine. We, we're we're going to okay. bounce around through this. this there will be spoilers okay. for The Notebook as if there aren't spoilers for every movie that we ever talk about. Yeah. Y'all, if you haven't seen The Notebook yet, pause the podcast. Even though you think it's going to suck and be painful, it's going to suck and be painful for reasons yeah. that you weren't expecting. Co- turn this back on when you're sobbing. 
as the credits yeah, are rolling. Yeah, for real. Get your Puffs Plus lotion ready. Mm-hmm. That's my preferred brand of tissue because I got a sensitive nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the part that makes me the most upset and like, I had already been crying a lot through this movie. I told one of my friends, I was like, listen, I am in a stable, happy relationship, but every time I watch this movie, I cry, and I'm like, love isn't real because love isn't like this. And I'm, like, crying my eyes out, and Gage is like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, so much. And, like, like crying my... And then I finish the movie, and I'm like, well, back to real life. I'm fine now. (laughs) But anyway... Um, this is like how I love to listen to what Gage calls sad boy Saturday mm-hmm. music, where it's like all about my life is terrible and my girlfriend or boyfriend dumped me and love isn't real. And he's like, you good? And I'm like, yes, I'm in a happy, stable relationship. <laughs> I have a good life. I just like this kind of music. Okay. The part that makes me the most upset is when, um, Noah and Allie are in the nursing home and they're old mm-hmm. and he's reading her the story of their life and they're having a romantic candlelit dinner that he and the nursing staff set up for her mm-hmm. and she comes back to him and he, she's like how much time do we have and he's like I don't know last time it was only five minutes and they're dancing I'm crying I'll be seeing you is such a beautiful song my high school jazz choir sang it and then all of a sudden she snaps back to her illness she doesn't remember who she is or who he is. She has a complete meltdown. The nurses are called in. I'm crying my eyes out. I have to excuse myself and pause the film because I literally could not look at the screen. I had to cover my mm-hmm. eyes. I was so upset. Yeah. That part, I remember the first time I saw The Notebook, I like started the movie halfway through because it was on TV or something. And that was the part I saw and I was like, I'm never watching this again. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I that part just that, kills me. That is the part that got me. Um mm. like the the Ryan Gosling Rachel McAdams romance stuff. Very romantic, very I've never had a relationship like this. What gives? It's Dan, I'll say it right now. This sort of stuff beautiful. Nicholas Sparks toxic for writing these books. Okay, that's not how real life works. It's just not. It's toxic. I blame this for the reason why I like when I was younger, I thought I should have a whirlwind romance with somebody. Mm-hmm. And then I got into my first relationship and it was nothing like that and I was like, "What the heck?" Now I'm old and I'm normal and don't care as much anymore cuz I know what real love is, but I know what love is. What is that from? <laughs> Oh, that's from Forrest Gump. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but as I was saying, the, the that stuff, it's very nice. It's very sweet. It's very romantic. It didn't get mm-hmm. me. I was just like, okay, that's fine. But oh my gosh. Yeah. When it was that scene, when they were having the dinner and she remembered, tears welling up started coming out. And I was like, oh my gosh. Why yep. are they doing this to me? Mm-hmm. This is... Mm-hmm. Get Nicholas Sparks on the phone. This is the saddest thing I have seen in a movie. Because the thing, yeah. especially because the things that get me are old people in movies, like mm-hmm. old people, old couples. Mm-hmm. To call back to a, well, we love a good old. I know couple. to call back to another equally um, romantic movie in Avengers Endgame. When I can't even stand you right now. They, I only thought okay, about this. It's on. when Captain America goes back in time and he has that dance with Peggy. I think I've seen that scene. I've never actually seen Endgame. I've only seen um, the first one. Okay, spoilers. You know what happens. That's okay. Honestly, Dan, it's been long enough. I should have... <laughs> like, I already know who dies in that movie because I watched the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Gage was like, don't watch it. We haven't seen Endgame yet. And I went, Oops, and watched it anyway because I love Spider-Man. <laughs> but in Endgame, that was the only thing that got me that got me like a little choked up because it's old people and seeing old people happy, it makes it makes yeah. me happy. I always like to see that because normally when you see old people, they're like, just let me die. Um, yes, I've seen Titanic. <laughs> um, and then when I when she snapped back to having her memories, like the one synapse connected in her brain. <laughs> It was just like, Wait. snap back to reality. Oh, there goes Gra- 
gravity. Okay, continue. Sorry, that's what my brain said. My heart just exploded. I was like, oh, don't do this to mm-hmm. Maverick. Don't do this to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the end, because at the end, they, they pass away together. In each other's each arms, other's which arms. that part's a little tacky for me. A little, yeah. That's a little corny, but I was still like, uh, I'm in this fairy tale world. I'm going along with it. <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll All buy right, it. I'll bite. <laughs> oh my gosh. So sad. Honestly, Noah was on his deathbed anyway. He had had three heart attacks <laughs> in the last month. Are you kidding me? There was no way that man was going to live another week. I'm not trying to be negative or anything, mm-hmm. but... Whew. Do you recognize the actor who played Noah? No, why? Okay. Should I? Well, did you ever watch Eight Simple Rules? No, I didn't. Okay. I was busy watching Seventh Heaven, if we're talking about shows with numbers in them. Okay, did you ever watch Maverick? No. Or The Rockford Files? I've been to Rockford. Yeah, not the same at all. Um, so that oh. that's James Garner. Oh, is he related to Jennifer? No. Oh. Uh, I know, very disappointing. But oh. he was Maverick in Maverick. Uh, oh. Yeah. So he's an actual good actor. Yeah. Hmm. I thought he was good okay. in this. Wait a second. Oh, he was good in this. I just mean like he's actually an actor, not like just... A no-name they pulled for this scene. Oh, yeah. No, he was, like, the Maverick was one of the top five shows in the 50s. Um, oh, there it is. They, of course I haven't seen yeah, it, Dan. It's, it's from the 50s. 50s and you know my grandparents only watch um, Gunsmoke. No, I, I can't get into Gunsmoke. And my parents only watch Have Gun, Will Travel, so. <laughs> okay. You remember the movie Atlantis, the Disney movie? Yes, absolutely. He is the voice of Commander Rourke. Oh. In the... Oh. Is it the first? Yeah, wait. I'm confused. I've only seen the first Atlantis, yeah. so, so he's I don't the know voice. if there is a second one. Yeah, he's. I'm, I'm okay. looking at the Wikipedia page right now just because he's the voice, but it says... Oh, sorry. I was reading on too far. Um, mm. So yeah, it's James Garner, and then the woman who plays the the elderly version of Rachel McAdams as i said is the mother of the director Nick Cassavetes she is still alive she's 90 she's beautiful she's for, in this movie she's beautiful she was born in Cambria Wisconsin <gasps> a queen a dairy queen i would have known you knew it i would have guessed uh, i she's beautiful how could i not have known it all women from Wisconsin are beautiful queens sure um Dan, you're dating a woman from Wisconsin. I am. She's a beautiful queen. The end. Thank Is you. Is she a three-time Emmy winner? I don't know. Are you going to stop dating Anna because she hasn't won any Emmys well, yet? Well, Gina Rollins is a three-time Emmy winner. Okay. She's from Wisconsin. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um Another thing that got me, not emotionally, mm-hmm. or in a different emotional reaction, was right at the beginning when we mm-hmm. see the first flashback of Ryan Gosling trying to ask out uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh, He doesn't yeah. really get enthusiastic consent. Uh, let me just put it to you this way. For a lot of this movie, I feel like Noah and Allie are just manipulating each other. Uh-huh. Because people like the idea of, we were so different but we loved each other anyway. When in reality, I feel like people who fight that much rarely like work out. Yeah. And people who aren't that excited about each other in some way or another rarely work out. Like, I don't know. I mean, Gage and I are pretty similar. And so I guess I can't really compare anything in my life to that. I feel like you and Anna have very similar interests too. But I feel like, all of the people I know who are in relationships, like my parents are pretty different in their interests, but they have things that they like to do together. You know what I mean? And I feel like this is a couple that had zero similar interests at all. They had one similar interest. What was it? Making out? Make it out, baby. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, 
they're kind of manipulative of each other. They are. In, in reality, they would be a they would be the couple who fight in the middle of Walmart. No. You know that no. one though. I don't have the energy. I don't. And you're like the third wheel friend that's like ugh. it's like that have you seen that thing that's like when you're in the car with your friends and they're in the front seat fi- or when you're in the car with your couple friends and they're in the front seat fighting and they start threatening to drive off the road and the boy is like, I'll drive this car off the road. I don't care. And the girl goes, yeah, kill both of us. See if I care. And you're in the back seat like, uh, um, I care. I care. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Me explaining jokes. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, did you know that Ryan Gosling for two months to prepare for this movie, lived alone in South Carolina and built the table that they eat off of for dinner. Wow, how rustic of him. Did you notice that, um, Gage noticed right away that they made him wear brown contacts to look more like uh, the older actor? look more like Maverick, James Garner. Yeah, because Gage was watching the movie and he's like, wait a second. Where's Ryan Gosling's baby blues? Literally a direct quote from Gage. Well, the, and I said, does he have blue eyes? I had to Google The it. director cast him because he said, we were looking for someone who's not really good looking, but is, is like a, a regular guy. And I was like, false. And you came up with Ryan Gosling. I've never seen a regular guy that looks like that in my life. <laughs> Very attractive. False. Please tell me where these regular guys that look like... Well, I have my boyfriend, you know. I'm I'm not trying to leave him. But tell me where they are, because I just want to see. Are you kidding me? You know, I just want to... Tell me where these... Well, I know where they come from. They come from Canada, because Rachel McAdams... Right. They grew up in the same town, I think. Okay, Dan, we're going to have to take a pilgrimage, because... I just want I just want to talk to the genetics there, you yeah. know? I just want to be like, what's going on here? Yeah, they both... Why are you all so hot? They were both born in London, Ontario, Canada. Oh, I didn't know Rachel McAdams was Canadian she at is. all. I'm telling you, Dan, go watch Fire Saga. You're gonna love it. Rachel McAdams is super cute in it, and it has Will Ferrell, which I also enjoy. And Demi Lovato. Ooh. My yeah. three Who favorite people. My... Demi Lovato is my woman crush. I think she's so gorgeous. Uh, did you think throughout the movie that well you have seen this before so maybe this question yes multiple times i kept thinking that something was going to go wrong for one of them like when ryan gosling went off to war instead of e from entourage dying i thought he would get like a an injury not like a really bad one but like maybe like a bullet through the shoulder or something and then she would be his nurse I couldn't, I knew, well, since I'd seen it before, it's been a long time since the very first time I saw it, but I knew James Marsden was in it, and I knew that she, that he was, like, in the army, and that she met him Mm -hmm. somehow. I couldn't remember the exact details, but then, like, as soon as they showed her being a nurse and holding up, like, a burn victim, I was like, ah, James (laughs) Marsden. Also a beautiful man. Um, And I... My thing that I was wondering is that I knew somebody in, like, one of the parents in the movie was a jerk, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't remember who. So when she first went to Noah's house and his dad was there and his dad was talking, I was like, wait, is the dad abusive? No, 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 that's not No, the dad's really nice. Yeah, and then we met her dad and I was like, is he abusive? No, 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 that's not it. And then we met the mom and I went, is she abusive? And they went, no, 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 she's just an (laughs) a-hole. Like... (laughs) so that's where i was at i was trying to remember because i knew about the letters and i couldn't remember where that fit in and i was i couldn't remember which like it's been a while since i watched it because it's not my favorite nicholas sparks book or movie Uh even though you know we'll be talking about mine next week but um yeah i i couldn't remember which character was toxic besides you know the main toxicity yeah she was the the minute she showed up on screen, I was like, this woman, she's evil. I don't know what she's going to do that's evil, but she is definitely the 
stereotypical southern mother who's going to be like, mm-hmm. no, you must marry consort Beauregard and he will give you all the money that you need in the world. Don't marry one of the poors. They don't even wear yeah. shoes. Oh, Dan, I just looked at my notes again and I do see myself writing, Noah's dad is so cute. I'm worried there's something bad there. I can't remember and I'm nervous. So <laughs> there you go. And then in all caps, I put, it's the mom later on. Dun, dun, dun. But getting back to James Marsden, always, always. the bridesmaid. I've never left. Never, never the, the bride, bride except for in 27 dresses. Is he? Yeah, he gets married at the end of 27 dresses. Okay, that's I, I hadn't seen you know, that one. I knew he was in it, though. Oh, yeah, no, he's writing an article about um, what's-her-face, who's always a bridesmaid, never a bride, and at the end they get married, and all of her bridesmaids wear all the dresses from all the different weddings. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen that romantic comedy that's a million years old. It's newer than this. Is it really? Three years, it came out in 2007. Oh, wow. But still, has James Marsden with slightly longer hair in it. James Marsden was in Sonic the Hedgehog last year. Yes, he was. I just watched that movie a few weeks ago. He was, I assume his character in that movie is supposed to be like late 20s, early 30s, right? James Marsden is 47. Oh, he has not aged a day. He's (laughs) aging like a fine wine. He's on the show Dead to Me that I watched with my mom. And when he died, okay, spoiler Spoiler, he dies. But then he's not dead because they wrote him back in. Yeah, his twin. As his twin, his own twin brother. A very soap opera plot. Yeah. But double also, he's in Hairspray. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, he's just a man of many talents. Who would you have rather Rachel McAdams ended up with then? Ryan Gosling or... I don't even know what... His his character's name is either of them. Well, I know Noah. James. Well, I don't. Noah. I do not and know what James Marsden's character's name is. It's just James Marsden. Law Lon Lon Lonnie. It's Lonnie. Oh, like Lon Chaney. But I always call him James. Yeah, but his name's James Marsden. Yeah, <laughs> please. Like I, she probably said his name when he was introduced, but I was busy swooning. Yeah. No, they talk. I only remember it's Lon because she talks about like his business and stuff. Mm-hmm. When he comes back from the war and he's doing stuff with his family, I think. Here's the thing. Her family loved Lon. Yes. And they loved him, yeah, because he was cut from the same cloth as them. But also, he seems like like when she tells him the truth about Noah, he handles it very even-headedly. Yes. I don't think that's a way to... That's not a word, but you know what I mean? Like, he's very level-headed. He's very calm. He doesn't lash out at her. He just is like, well, you got to make a choice. Like, I'm not making it for you. You got to make a choice. And he's very, like, no offense to the 40s, but I would have expected a lot more slapping, you know? First of all, (laughs) as a child of the 40s. Yes. You are absolutely correct. Thank you. There should have been much more slapping. And Rachel McAdams Mm -hmm. has far too much agency in this film. Mm -hmm. A woman allowed to do things on her own? How old is she when she's getting married? 26? Uh, Yeah, probably 26. No, not even. 24? Elderly. Yeah, truly. I mean, my grandparents got married at 16 and 18, and that was in the 50s. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's. I think it was sixteen and eighteen, but anyway. Okay. Um. But yeah, that you're you're right. It. This is definitely written from the lens of somebody who was not conscious Mm-mm. at that time. I don't think from, Nicholas Sparks is fifty five, yeah. so he wasn't even alive during this. No, he wasn't. He's writing this now. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but he's writing this through a lens of, as someone who has more respect for women. Yes, he's also writing this through a lens of happy days. True, true. He is. He is. Yeah, uh, yeah like the part where um, Noah's current, like then current girlfriend comes over to say hello to him or to like freak with him. Uh-huh. And he's like, you can't come in. And she's like, 
she's the one, isn't she? Can I meet her? And she comes in and meets Allie, and they all are gung-ho friends about Very it. I was like, dory. never in my life. Are you kidding me? Never. Oh, you're cheating on me? Can I meet her? I want to be friends. Yeah. No, not a chance. And she's like, she's wonderful. I haven't, like, this has given me hope that I'll find someone as good as my husband who passed away during the war. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she is handling this with way more grace than any actual human being on the face of the earth ever would. Yes. I don't know. That scene, fake. The scene where James Marsden is told that he's being cheated on, fake. I <laughs> love James Marsden, though. Love him. Absolutely. Which one of the mm-hmm. dates do you think is either A, the most realistic, B, the most likely to get them killed, or C, none of the above? The... The first date that they go on where they go to the movies and they lie down in the middle of the street. Um, oh, don't even. I got, I'm heated already. The date where they go to get freaky in the abandoned plantation house. Um, Not a chance. Too many ghosts. <laughs> uh, the date where they go rowing across the lake with all the ducks. Beautiful. Um, Excuse me. Look at all those chickens <laughs> is what I said when that scene came on. Which one of those, of of all the dates, which one would you like to go on the most? I think I would like to go, uh, like, in a boat ride. I like going on boats. I mean, I I like pontooning. I like speed boating. Mm-hmm. I've kayaked and canoed before. Um, I don't think Gage would like that one. He's afraid of the water. Oh, he's going to be so mad that I just told that. He's not afraid of, like, the water. He gets scared because one time when he was little... So, I'm going to tell an embarrassing story about Gage. He used to get made fun of by his brother and his cousin when he was little because they would all go up to this lake house, which I went to last summer, and it was super fun. Um, But he wouldn't get in the water because one time he got in the water and he felt the weeds. And Gage is really, really scared of snakes. And he thought they were snakes. Mm -hmm. And his brother and his cousin made fun of him so much that their grandma pulled over and made his brother and his cousin Bailey walk. Oh, my gosh. Like, back to their house from the ice cream shop. Yeah. So. what? Okay, I'm sorry. uh, What a very 1950s story that was. (laughs) I mean, it was not that far. Grandma Bailey pulled over and made me and the cousin walk home from the ice cream shop. Our our rocky road was dripping over our fingers. The cone couldn't hold it up long enough. Well, I'll tell you, this place was in the middle of nowhere, so, like, Uh it's kind of like that. But, um, no, it was super fun, but I would love to row around in a boat like that all day, but Gage is not really... He's an indoors kid. He's a self-proclaimed indoors Mm -hmm. kid, so he would not like that date. He'd like the movie theater date minus the part where we lay in the road. He would not do that. Okay. Of the of the and three, then I, I think that the the part where they lay in the road is the thing that was most interesting to me. I don't know why. There was just something no, about it. I would never. Aren't you scared? Like, I'd be so scared the whole time. You can hear cars coming. Cars aren't quiet. I don't care. I'm scared of cars. I'm not trying to get hit. Yeah. Well, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I'll catch me in a boat with all the chickens. I'm good. I think the boat would be fun. I would be mm-hmm. really. I would not have the same reaction when it starts raining that they do. I would be so pissed. Yeah, I think I'd be mad too. But I don't know. Like, I've been in a ca- in a canoe when it started raining and it's absolutely miserable. Oh, canoe. But I'm. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. But minus the raining part, I think I'd like it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Why would you want to lay in the street, though? I don't know. It was just something about it. Watching that scene, I was like, that seems like something interesting that I would do. I don't know why. Maybe I was thinking back to, like, when I was in high school and thinking, like, man, that would have been fun to do when I was in high school. When I was Yeah, because I'm thinking of you in college. I'm like, were you going to take somebody to lay in the middle of Wisconsin yeah, Avenue, just Dan? run over by a bus. Hey, baby, want to lay on 16th in Wisconsin <laughs> with me? Lay on 16th in Wisconsin, you'll get run over by five different cars going five different directions. Yeah. And a bus. Yeah. <laughs> like, the bus will hit you, stop, 
back up and hit you the again. The bus will hit you, like, and then because it, it's the kneeling bus in front, it will lower no, on top of it'll you. Kneel on you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not the kneeling bus. Hey, if one thing can be said about the Milwaukee County Transit System, it does not stop. Okay, I think I heard somewhere that Wisconsin has the quote-unquote kindest transit system drivers in the country. They're nice, I think. I mean, I, I've I never just paid. heard that we have one of the best transit systems. You never paid? No, I always, the, the dollar bill that I use repeatedly is crinkled and it won't go in. They're just like, yeah, you're fine, go ahead. Did I just they perjure myself? College kid. They're like, Dan, you look like a poor college kid. I always took Uber because I got lost on the buses once and I was scarred for life. And also another time I was coming back from a service learning where I was teaching English. And one of my students, who was like a middle-aged woman, uh-huh. fell while the bus was stopping. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty scarring. So I... uh don't really want to take the bus anymore it's not like for any reason like i don't think it's dirty i don't think anything like that it's just personal reasons my favorite oh and the time i oh no, sorry you go ahead and say so the time i took the bus the wrong direction i ended up at a walgreens that had just been robbed Ooh. so i'm gonna just not <laughs> take the public bus anymore because i get lost too easily there are a few places safer to be than a place that had just been robbed yeah true I mean, they let us stand in the breezeway, Ooh. you know, like Walgreens have. Uh-huh. But they're like, you can't come in any further. We've just been robbed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then I had to call my then boyfriend to pick me up. And he was really mad because it's me and a friend. Uh-huh. And he was really, really mad. So we were like, go to KFC. I'll buy you something. So we bought him KFC to make up for it. Oh, my. He was oh still mad. Gosh. It was like an hour drive. <laughs> Uh, so that's that. My favorite recurring character that I would see on the bus multiple times mm-hmm. was this guy who, for those of you who went to Marquette or live in Milwaukee, you may recognize him. There's this guy that sets up a hot dog stand outside of places. Yes. And he wears a Superman costume of- when he does it. Yes. 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 I saw him yes. on the bus in that Superman costume like five times. And every time I want to be Listen. like, hey, man, I love your work. I've never bought a hot can't dog you from you. But yeah, can't you fly somewhere? Aren't you faster than a speeding bullet? Me, an a-hole. Can't you fly? Like, That's a good way to get punched. <laughs> I know. That's so, well, hopefully not. I'm a girl. Please don't punch me. I'm not trying to like, you know, like equal rights, but also don't punch me. <laughs> um, I'm just getting my rating for the movie. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. Actually, before I do one negative, they really don't bring okay. up the fact that it's a plantation house. Yeah, they kind of dance around the fact that like. It's the Deep South, and since it's the 40s, I mean, like, there's a lot of racial injustice still. Yeah, there are still... This is a white people movie starring white people. The only black people in the movie are servants. Yeah, this is a white person movie. Whether they are actual servants or they are employees, nurses at the... Yeah. um, I'm not saying... I'm not saying this is only a movie for white people or anything like that. I firmly do not believe that. I think anybody can watch whatever movie they want, you know, mm-hmm. but it is a movie by it is white not, people. Yeah. It is definitely a movie made by white people without a single person of color in the room. They probably had like one Italian and we're like, that, that counts. <laughs> right. And we're all like, no, no, that's Europe. Like yeah, the cinematographer was um, French. Yeah, that does not count. That is not a person of color. That is a white man. A white man. No. no. But um, yeah. The the only people of color on the set were the two people playing servants, and I think there's one little boy that dances with Ryan Gosling at some point. Yeah. Um. So anyway, my rating. I'm giving this a four out of five. I yeah I loved this. I thought that it was, yes, it hits every trope that you think it's gonna hit. Yes, you know exactly how the movie's going to end, at least with the um, 
Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams part of it. Maybe the combined death you didn't see coming, but it's equally as sappy. Yeah. Uh, and yes, a lot of the dialogue is very silly. Um, yeah, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Okay, when she's saying to him, in another life, I could have been a bird. Say I was a bird. No. Reminds me of how, as a joke, I saw this on TikTok once. It's that TikTok trend that's like me, my loofah watching me cry in the shower after I asked my boyfriend if he'd still love me if I had three hairs like Charlie Brown. <laughs> I say that to Gage all the time. I can't remember. I think it was because of this movie. I was like sobbing from the movie and Gage is like, what's wrong? And I'm like going on and on and on. And then I go, and you wouldn't love me if I only had three hairs like Charlie Brown. <laughs> That's a reoccurring joke in our house. Anna asked me once if I would love her if she didn't have limbs. And I was like, eh, See? Probably not. I don't See? know. Dan! And she had never Stay had limbs. I don't crying. know. Feeling like a fool for trying. <laughs> like that. Just crying. Um, if she's crying in the shower later listening to that song, it's your fault. She's Just already showered that. twice today. She's not going to shower oh, a third time. That's not good for your skin. No. Anna. <laughs> yeah, call her out. Drag her. Anna, <laughs> I hope you're using lotion. More, so much. Oh my gosh. Good. Um, Me too. But I, I gave all those negative, like, tropes that it hits everything. But it does it so well. It hits every trope yeah. so well. It's everything. You may be expecting it. You may be like, Oh, I know it's coming next. But you want it to happen. You want these people to get together, even though the characters themselves shouldn't go together. But you still want to see everything come together as it should. Yeah. I feel like um, this movie... I mean, we have old-timey romance films, you know, of course. But I feel like there hadn't really been a standout, all the tropes, like super just cheesy tacky over the top romance movie in a long time because yeah we have like like i said the tom hanks and meg ryan movies of the 80s which i love so much and the 90s but those are not yeah and the 90s but those are not like this movie at all no it doesn't this was those are pointed it's like a happy they're happy and they're also advertised and made for the 25 to 35 year old range of people working day jobs who just want like a romance that fits within there not the Mm -hmm. teenagers thinking oh this is what everything is going to be like it's going to be great to be like this Mm -mm. because that's what this is definitely marketed to a younger audience we want young tom hanks in tight pants young i'll say it tighter with lots of hair Maybe mm. too much hair. No. Hairier. <laughs> um, I t- the one star that I take off of my rating is for the mm-hmm. the entirety of the one scene where they are in France. And they where Ryan Gosling and E from Entourage are soldiers and they're walking through the snow in France and it gets bombed and his friend dies. And Ryan Gosling reacts by kind of just like staring at him. You don't remember that I don't scene at remember all. Remember that at all? Where was I? I don't know. Probably sobbing, thinking about what's going. Where to did happen. you watch this movie, Dan? On HBO Max. Okay, that's where I watched it too. Um, I probably was crying during that scene, I so I don't really remember that. I was too busy crying my eyes out. Thanks, though. Um, what would you rate it out of five? Um, three and a half. Oh wow! Just because it is so cheesy, I don't want to give it the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. I like this movie. I'll never admit to liking this movie in public, though. If you were like to hold a gun to my head and be like, say you like The Notebook, I'd be like, I hate it. Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I would be like, I love it. I love every second of it. I cry the whole time. Um, no, like, it's... it's. When I went through my hardcore, sappy, romantic phase in high school, uh-huh. this was not my go-to at all. Okay. But I like it. I just can't watch it that often because I know of the emotional trauma that's to follow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maybe I like it as much as I do because I never went through the sappy emotional phase. And I haven't seen like these romantic dramas. This is basically outside of like 
Casablanca and the Philadelphia story, which isn't even a drama. Okay. But like okay. movies that came out when my grandparents weren't even born. Um, outside of those, I don't watch movies like this. Like, does Marriage Story count? Not really. Is that the one that has Adam um, Driver punching Scar-Jo a wall? and Adam Driver? Yeah, yeah that doesn't count at does all. Does Little Women count? <laughs> Because Little Women is probably no, but... the other like recent one that I saw that's in the same relative genre, so I it it's partially the the newness oh. of it to me. You know what? Um, I always confuse. Sorry, this just reminded You're me. Good. Um, when you said Philadelphia Story, are you thinking about the I Tom Hanks conf- Philadelphia AIDS movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to Google it because I was like, is he talking about Tom Hanks and Antonio Banderas or is he talking about something else? I always confuse. That movie's called Philadelphia. It's not my fault. No, you're, They're very similar. It is very They're similar. They're both stories that take place in Philadelphia. Mm. Okay. Both of which, both of which spark Philadelphia freedom by Elton John in my head. You know, I think that Philadelphia maybe mentions AIDS a little bit more than the Philadelphia story. Just like once or twice. Maybe, you know. Everybody maybe. in 1940 was... Is it 1940? Yeah, in 1940. Talking about AIDS, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep, because that's when that was around. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, will this movie be better or worse or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as E from Entourage? Kevin Connolly. Short King. Better. No, I know. I was thinking. I was like, what Short King do I want? I was interchanging them. Because, I mean, they're both really fine. They are. You know what I mean? Like, they're both really cute. I think the same, actually. You know, Short Kings in this movie, since they're not the lead, interchangeable. That's that's true. And I couldn't put him as Noah or as Lon, because... We Mm -mm. know the answer. It would be worse because JTT, for as beautiful as he is, he is not one of people's sexiest men alive. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Would this move? Ooh, I just Googled Kevin Connolly. He's still a snap. Well, he looks exactly the same. Five foot five. Yeah, he he hasn't, he's looked the same for like the past 25 years. Ooh, he's a little cutie. I love a short man. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Would it be better or worse than the same with Jimmy Stewart as... Old Noah or Duke as he is yes. credited. Oh, old Noah. I think it would be worse. Who calls him Duke? He he Sorry. introduces himself or like his friend at the beginning when he asks, You're still alive? I think he says, You're still alive, Duke. So it's mentioned for one yeah, second. And in the credits it says Duke. Okay. Well anyway. Sorry. Would it be the same worse or better? I think it would be worse. I don't Jimmy Stewart, for as good of an actor as he is, he couldn't do the realistic like dementia patient caring for that is done yeah i mean drama i mean they say comedy is harder than drama but drama's challenging in a lot of ways too yes. i mean it's not like you can just anybody can just walk up and do a brilliant performance and it's not like jimmy stewart um, isn't a talented dramatic actor no no but I, I i think his voice might be too silly for it he is now that we're just going straight into a Jimmy Stewart acting critique podcast. Yeah, let me let me critique 31 years his after performances. his death. Um, yes. He's too showy of an actor for something like this. Yeah, I think um, the style of movies from when he was around and when he was oh, acting yeah, in movies absolutely. is just so different. So different. Because now it's much more realistic than it was back then. Yeah, back then back it was... Back then it was so much more over the top. It was like stage shows. Not saying that stage shows aren't mm-hmm. realistic, but like the vaudeville style stage show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a little... Some fun trivia that I found that I'll mention before we wrap things up. Um, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams started dating during the movie, during filming. Oh, That was after they hated each other. And wanted both of them to be replaced on it. And then the director basically put them in a room and had them scream at each other until they got over it. That's funny. I mean, like... eh, I don't know. So they're exactly that couple is what I mean. Basically, yeah. 
Which is so odd because they both seem like such nice people. Not that I know them in real life, but like they come across as normalish rich people. Yeah, normal Canadian rich people. And they're mm-hmm. Canadian even, and all Canadians we as we all know, to stereotype everyone, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um The other choices to play the role of Noah before Nick Cassavetes signed on as director, because Steven Spielberg was originally attached to direct this. Can you imagine? This would have been a whole different film. But do you know who he considered? Who? Tom Cruise. No, trash. Justin Timberlake. Wait a second. That would have been... I would have liked that. That would have been pretty good. I would have seen that. Yeah. I would have been... First in line for that one. 2004 JT with the buzz cut. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of into I that. Too. I kind of want to see that. Um, this was the third ad- adaptation of a Nicholas Sparks novel. I don't know what the first one was, but the second one is Mandy Moore's A Walk to Remember. Dan, <laughs> okay, not to skip ahead, but when I tell you I am so hyped to talk about that movie next week. When we were at my parents' house and I was trying to find the DVD, I sang her song the whole time. You did? Yeah, I still know it. I know every word, my dude. Get ready. I have only ever seen Mandy Moore act in one thing. Is it This Is Us? It's Entourage. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm hanging up. Um, Didn't you ever see Tangled? Is she the voice? Yeah, she's the princess. Okay, well, I've heard her... I've heard her act, but I've only ever seen her act in Entourage, where she plays the role of Mandy Moore. Yes. Love that. No, it's her and Zachary Levi in that one. Mm, Fun. The (laughs) the last piece of trivia that I have is that Rachel McAdams and James Marsden are the two actors from this movie who have been in Marvel movies, with James Marsden having been in the X-Men film series, Rachel McAdams in Doctor Strange. Mm. so that's fun that's it really yeah i don't really have anything to add i'm sorry no you're good i don't it's a good movie we both recommend it go see it if you haven't if you've listened all the way through to this and you haven't seen it i question your judgment just go watch it nobody's gonna judge you like you can say oh it's a stupid movie i'm never gonna watch everybody's seen it yeah like at this point in your life, nobody's going to judge you for watching The Notebook. We've all seen it. We all know what it's about. We all know that it's sappy and stupid. We've all seen it. And, it swallow your pride. Watch the movie. And just, Be one of just us. Just for like a, uh, a general life advice, nobody cares what you do. Amen. We're all too busy thinking Amen. about ourselves. Do what you Amen. want. Watch, watch whatever movie you want to watch. You know what? Tell your boyfriend that you don't want to eat the frozen pizza you have in your fridge and order Domino's pizza instead because you just don't feel like making it. That's okay. Do it. Self-care. Don't do that every day. It's self-care. Self-care is knowing you have a pepperoni pizza in the freezer and ordering one from Domino's anyway. Because you want a lava cake. (laughs) Okay, let's wrap this up. Um, (laughs) Okay. Thank you. To listening for listening to this episode, we will be back next week talking about another Nicholas Sparks. I don't know if I could say classic. I haven't seen it. I mocked this before. Dan, it's I a saw classic. It. Dan, I want you to know my friend Eliza texted me today, and she, I was like, I'm so sad for watching Notebook. She's like, you know what? You should watch a walk to remember. I was like, say no more. <laughs> the only thing I was like, I'm already on the it. The only thing I could say about a walk to remember is dare you to move. <gasps> oh God, I'm engaged. Like today never <laughs> happened. Oh my God. So anyway, we'll be back next oh. week with a walk to remember. If you would like to find the show on the internet, you could do so. Facebook.com slash and in conclusion, Twitter at and in conclusion, Instagram at in conclusion podcast. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon, patreon.com slash inconclusion, or just spread the word. Give us your money. Yes. Give us your money. (laughs) Thank you, Satan. Um, You're welcome. Spread the word. Tell your friends. That's the best way that you could help us get more people to listen. And if you have any movies that you want us to talk about, look, we'll do anything. 
to get more listeners. So, yeah, true. As long as it's not Joker. Damn, no. We have to save Joker for like our hundredth episode or something. You're right. That is you're a right. Cinemorphan. That was a huge bribe you just laid on the table for me. But okay, yes. Yeah, we have to last another year and a half. We can do it. Say no more, fam. We can do yeah. it. Wait until the episode 100 where I light myself on fire while recording the podcast. And I come dressed as a clown. <laughs> if you want to find me on the internet, I am on Twitter at DanOkeefe86, on Instagram at D-L-R-A-A-R. And I think I have a Lego Makers Forum account. Dan? I'm going to keep... Digging through the depths of what I have accounts where you could follow me. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at AtomusPrime818, or you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollOut, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll, and the O in roll, and the O in out are zeros. <sighs> are you ready for a walk to remember? Dan, my tear ducts aren't, but the rest of my body is. So tune in next week, where Anna okay. will be a shell of a person. I'm just going to say right now, I recognize that a walk to remember is a lot cheesier than the notebook. I'm going into this. Dan, don't judge me. I just really love this movie. Okay? I, I am going in with an open mind. <laughs> Go into it as though we're watching I'll Be Home for Christmas again. <laughs> I didn't like I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm preparing you for the <laughs> lowest standard you could possibly have. Okay, everybody, stay safe, have fun, wear a mask. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. Bye. <sighs>